Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Thank you. That's right. At the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. There you go. It's also way down the road from the IHOP. If you go the other way, there's an IHOP way, way down there. That's a landmark for some people, I think. The IHOP, yeah. Yeah. But we're here tonight with Venice Gashouse Charlie, and we have Mr. Adam Gregory Pergament. And you, well, we'll talk a little bit more later, but you guys have something to kick us in with here? Sure. Sounds cool. good, man.
Awesome. Welcome to the show, guys. This is a treat to have you. Thank you very much. We have uh, Mr. John Potorek on the drums, Kevin Knapp on bass, Tim Peters on the bass. Wait a minute. What? What's going on? <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it must be. No, it's not, actually. You've got a five-string fretted bass, and we've got a four-string... We have a six-string six fretted and a five-string fretted. Okay, I'm confused. Yep. So two basses, that's, that's great. And uh, for the podcast audience that can't see this, I'm, I'm sure that your shows are probably like this a lot, Do you, a lot very theatrical, and, and uh, the stage is covered with pedals and chords and, and all kinds of <laughs> paraphernalia, and it's great. Various implements, I yeah. would say. Yeah. I'm looking at Items these. from the sea. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Well, you know, we do spoken word, and so the, the spoken word lends itself to um, a presentation that can incorporate a little theatricality from time to time, and so uh, I feel like that works with us. Yeah. Now, you call it flow poetry. Is it, um, is it different from, um, I mean, obviously you hear this a lot probably, but, you know, beat poetry or, or even rap or, or the, the core of that? Yeah, I mean, flow, flow poetry for me is, is a word that seemed to sum up a lot of the currents that were running through my life when I came up with it. Um, I like the idea of water a lot, and I like the idea of musicality. And so with a lot of my stuff, I privilege the uh, musicality of it over the content or the uh, sense of it, I guess. So it just flows out like that. And I think it's different than, than rap in a lot of ways. I, I mess with a lot of different kinds of rhythms. And um, so it, it flows. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely does that. I'm reading the, uh, I mean, not to necessarily quote this, but do you, have some, you have some just great reviews from all over uh, when you go to the website. And uh, the website's pretty entertaining, too. But I had, I had trouble figuring out, I, tried, I always try to figure out how to describe a group by what I'm listening to, you know, before I actually read the reviews and the bios and go, well, this is what we call it. I try to see if yeah. it matches, you know. Right. And you guys are just like, <laughs> I had to just read the site. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, I think we're doing something original. I mean, um, the, the greatest compliment we get after shows is people come up and they say, I really enjoyed it, and I've never seen or heard anything like that before. And yeah. so I, I think if you try to do something new, you're inevitably going to um, cause a little confusion, and we <laughs> like that. Confuses some more. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it can be a good thing. All right, we're going we're gonna to do one called Never Gone. Slow, the night moves fast. First, watch. 
just begun The night moves slow, the night moves fast Step slowly with me, child For there is no place we can rest This hill climbs on for miles now
So, so we really should let Chris and Mary know what's coming next. <laughs> no. It sounds great, man. We want you to do more. It sounds awesome. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us dive in headfirst. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I, I started out doing a lot of different um, kind of creative and improv scenes, and so I'm, I'm always most happy when people just dive in with both feet and yeah. whatever happens, happens. Cool. I like that ethic of like um, not thinking too hard about, uh, I'm going to give away my hands. This is how I do it. <laughs> if I don't know what the heck I'm doing, I just right. go for a note. That's right. And That's right. a place to start. I remember uh, painting my, I've got this flight case for my aunt back here, and I, I wanted to do a cool painting on there. And I pondered this for a long time until finally I realized I just had to like dig my hands on the paint and put it on there. Well, that's right, man. I mean, uh, if you believe in it, you act upon it, and, and then it goes forward, and that's, yeah. that's the most important thing, I think. Mm -hmm. um, at some point, you want to think about what you're doing, but it's good to get the ball rolling first, I think. Yeah. So what we... <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're yeah, just that's pondering. Right. That's right. Look, uh, what, leap, first, <laughs> leap first, then look. Make sure the water's in the pool. Yeah, well... Right. <laughs> so what did you do, Adam, what did you do before this band, how, and how long have you been doing this? Um, well, this band has been uh, together for two and a half years. Uh, we'll be three years old in October. Um, and uh, before this, I had a couple things. Uh, moving backwards in time, uh, I was uh, facilitating an uh, improvisational, free-flowing music and poetry workshop at the now sadly defunct uh, Madison Center for Creative and Cultural Arts, yeah. Hannah John Taylor's place. I did that for about a year and a half, and um, I see some people here who might have participated in that. And then before that was the, um, the great grunge, blues rock, poetry experiment, <laughs> Stone Float, of which uh, your esteemed sound guy, Bear yes. LaValle, was an integral member of that thing. And before that, I was standing at a microphone uh, shouting at people. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that you can get, actually get paid for doing that, isn't it? Well, that's another thing altogether. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you right. Get paid for. That's the goal, mm. yeah. I don't know, maybe that's not always the goal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the goal is, is to create stuff because yeah. at the moment of creation, then the world changes, and I, I think that's a cool thing. So. so do you guys create as a band? I mean, obviously you do on stage. But when you when you coming up with uh, how do you present these your your the songs or the the way the inventions I guess how do you do that? Summon to answer this question, um, it varies. <laughs> um, Tim and I should both answer this question. Maybe Tim was the original bass player in the band back when it started in October two and a half years ago. Um, and we're talking to Kevin right now. And I'm Kevin. And I've been in the group since uh, for about 10 months or something like that, almost maybe a year now. And um, um, with, since I've been in the group, it really has varied um, yeah. quite a bit. Majority of the stuff, though, I would say is a group, is a group thing, for sure, yeah. for sure. What about you, Tim? Yeah, you're pretty much spot on. Like, it's, well, you bring in an idea, but then the details are always worked out by the group, yeah. you know, so. That's, and sometimes it's, you come in with a very, um, just a basic, very rough idea, yeah. and that, the polishing gets done by everybody when we're rehearsing it, because we, like, we put a lot of detail into simple things, and I think that's really cool. So, do you, so, so a groove, does it, is it inspired by, by the words, or vice versa? Um, words inspired by the groove? I think 
both ways. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it'd be, hey, Adam, I got this fat groove. You got to check it out. And uh -huh. then he'd come up with you know, one of his poems to go over the top of it. But then sometimes um, the music was more written around the poem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to cite about a thousand examples <laughs> of, okay, this is important, this is important. I'd like to cite about maybe a thousand and one examples of Adam carrying around this satchel of his poems in this most unorganized way. It's just like, this is the stuff we're looking for. No, go on. Go on. This is it. This is it. I, I ju it just occurred to me. Light bulb. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. He'd carry around his, his, his material and be a big, big yeah. stack of it. Huge, lot of material. This guy's written a lot of stuff. And, you know, somebody would come to the group with, with an idea and Adam would say, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he'd, like, go to his thing and he'd, like, for two minutes yeah. be looking for something. And then he'd find, he'd obviously have something in mind and he'd be looking for that poem. Never mind the fact that it was completely out of order. <laughs> so they're not in alphabetical order. No, they're, they're just a big stack of papers and yeah. there's duplicates and edits and menus and napkins <laughs> and, and all of that. But um, I carry them around and they're there and if music yeah. is in the air, then something will ring in my head. Yeah. And if nothing rings in my head, I'll just fake it and say, I got the perfect thing for that and I'll just pick one randomly and... Make them make them believe that I really had that in mind the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's the trick, man. Yeah, that's the trick. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, did you yeah. guys know that, or is this a revelation? <laughs> I had a hunch, <laughs> you know, but yeah, right. there'll be a band meeting. I didn't want to steal his thunder, so I just let him roll with it. Hey, I wanted to ask about this. Um, the final, you were fine, Adam. You were a finalist for the 2009 MN. MNSWA, yeah. International National Performer of the Year. What, yeah. what, what's that? That's the uh, Minnesota Spoken Word Association. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Minnesota, and um, I, I don't exactly know how I got nominated for that, but it came about, and somehow I made it to the, to the finals and um, didn't win the award. Um, was up against notables like Leonard Cohen and Saul Williams and um, other folks like that, but um, it was kind of cool just to be able to go and look on the website and say, what, what's my name doing right there? <laughs> That's cool. That's so, did, you, did you go to the uh, awards? No, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> There's no reason to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you you could have, you know, made, like jumped up when they started to yeah, announce yeah, yeah. the awards. Oh, me? Me? Really? Yeah. I'm Thank that you. guy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but I used it to whip the band into shape a little bit. I said, come on now, we've got to get serious, guys. Let's get serious. <laughs> Did that work? No, not no, at no, all. Of course not, not at all. all. That never works. <laughs> I, what about the name? I mean, this is, it's a great name. Thanks, man. Just, uh, yeah, I love the name. Well, the, the, the conception of the whole thing originally arose out of the King Club. Um, uh, I was uh, between things, and the owner of the King Club at that time, Tristan Gallagher, uh, said that he was having a band down from Milwaukee, um, the, the legendary exotics or something, a 50s kind of surf band. He said, why don't you put together a little beat poetry thing? And I was like, all right. And so um, I was uh, looking through the book um, uh, Holy Barbarians by uh, Lawrence Lipton at the time. He was chronicling and trying to actually promote and make money off of the Venice West uh, beat poetry scene. So I said, well, okay, I'm inspired by those poets. So we had Venice, and uh, the place where they did a lot of their readings was called the Gas House, a famous kind of poetry beat place. And then uh, at that time, it would have been early 50s, moving into the 60s, uh, they had a real little trolley that would ferry tourists and 
onlookers up and down yeah. uh, Venice Beach. And the thing was falling apart, and I said, that's it, that's what it is. So Venice Gas House Trolley. Um, we are the little engine that could, I think. <laughs> it's, it's a great name. I, mean, I, I, I relate to it, you know, because we've been in so many different bands, and, and I always mention this, you know, half of, most of our names were uh, over like two or three pitchers of beer behind the Memorial yeah, right. Union. But then you end up coming with names like, um, we're the great blah, blah, you know, or some, and they end up being just really stupid, and you've got yeah. pages of really bad names. Yeah, I got pages of those, too. I used to, I used to shout them out uh, when you had uh, Corn Dog, Molasses. <laughs> I like those names. Uh, little Hat. Little Hat. Sploosh. We had a lot of them. What was, what was it? Between Sheep and Goats, something like that. <laughs> Whorehouse Lucky. If anybody's looking for a nice country band name, that's a good that's one. A Whorehouse good one. Lucky. I like that. Yeah. Or a classical string trio. You Buddha, get Buddha's Foreskin, I think, was another one. <laughs> that's, <terrible. laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Andy, that was, that was the second choice for Stoneflow Bear, Buddha's <laughs> Foreskin. Is that going to be on the podcast, Andy? Is that I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start using live sensors, and I, I don't, you know, just to see what we can get. Nothing wrong with a little. No, I know there's not really at all. If you separate all the words out, none of them are naughty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> naughty, naughty. Adam, what's you, you've got your hand on this uh, cylindrical black cylindrical? It's, it's a garbage can. Okay, cool. <laughs> Very fine. I found it in the hallway at the university somewhere. <laughs> I should not it. ask. It, it, you know, I put all my stuff in there. Oh, okay, okay. That, sorry, that's a really stupid question. No, it, it is what it is, man. Very you know, I mean, this is this is actually the bane of, of many of my bandmates' existence because, as you see, most stuff that musicians carry about is square and it packs very nicely in cars. Yeah. And this is absolutely cylindrical and does not pack at all. So you would be like, the one. It's that the perfect has that. pack. Yeah. And then I go, but you forgot the garbage can, and then you oh, got to bring the garbage. Yeah, we got to bring the garbage. Well, it's okay. Mary uses a uh, a little yellow bucket for her bow. Yeah, that's you know, right. and that doesn't fit anywhere. I, in I wrap van. a piece of velvet around yeah. it so it looks posh you know. Right. Yeah. no right yeah, yeah i used to i used to before i found a place for this thing i used to bang on it a little bit and it'd get people's attention and stuff so that it would <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah and you have some other interesting things over there well i'm just i'm just highly entertained i just can't wait to see what you guys are going to do next what else you got there kiddo mm-hmm. what's that box what do you call the box underneath um, that's just a crate. They call okay. that a crate. A crate. Okay. Okay. I had I had another box, know. but it was falling apart, and um, it was another real bad thing to pack, um, and it would fall apart. And I was very particular about it not falling apart. It would so always fall apart. Yeah, it'd fall <laughs> There'd apart. Be pieces of it laying in Chicago. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> throw it away? Yeah. Well, some of your fans have them now, and they want yeah, you to autograph right. them. Pieces but of- Tim bought me this. This was a, a holiday gift, a Christmas gift, of, about a year and a half ago. So. That's very I like the idea of empty boxes. Cool things can yeah. come out of empty boxes. So. True. That's, that's why I like it. <laughs> well, what you guys got? Want to do another one? Yeah. We're going to do one um, based on a, a bus ride I took up in Sumatra. Um, I traveled after, after I got done with school. I put on my backpack and traveled for about five years and spun out to Sumatra. Took a night bus. And so this is the bus ride. And we should just start with with me. 
tethered knee to knee. Hey, those ticket takers were scrambling all over the bus and out the door, never stopping. Driver was fat with a crew cut and a sweat soaked towel around his head, wrestling. It was a Garuda from side to side with mushy, squishy brakes that worked just in time to slide off left from the Jeep. Sick in the handkerchiefs and grind. They light up another glow cigarette as more get off and more squeeze on the bus, the highway. It was a track right through Sumatra.
Hey, what about Chris and Mary doing those solos, man? Woo! You are so kind. You are so kind. No, it's fun. It's fun doing it. What's going on? We got a Latin thing going on in the other room there. Here at the Brink, this is Brink is really a melting pot here. So many different things going on. I mean, what would happen if we invited them in here right now? What would they make of this? Oh, they they dance probably. They Let's hope dance. they would. Dance or we'd kick them. <laughs> exactly. Then they dance. <laughs> then they dance. Dance now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shouldn't even go there. Obvi- there are some comparisons I hear that I just I, I, that I love. I mean, some of my favorite, my influences, and of course, y- you could probably hear all kinds of things in here. I don't know if this compares with you, but I'm obviously I think, Zap Frank Zappa, some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medeski Martin and Wood, that last groove. That's great. I love that, that thing where you just go in this groove. Yep, you nailed and, it uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Frank Zappa, we've got. Um, soul coughing happens once in a while. Uh, the uh, Saccharine Trust, a band on like uh, Minutemen Friends from uh, that whole uh, Black Flag SST stuff. What? Sausage, Helmet, Morphine, <laughs> Primus. Tom Waits meets the Butthole Surfers, something mm-hmm. like that we uh-huh. got. I don't know, man. Whatever they want to say. Is there a, a favored theme that you like to write about or an idea that you like to put in different circumstances? 
Um, myself personally, no, I, I read really widely um, and I've studied and traveled. So it, it, it just like a lot of different things. I like Western stuff. I like train stuff. I like love and war and Asian gods and goddesses and the whole thing, you know? Yeah. And then some stuff that just doesn't make any sense at all. That can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that begs a question right there. <laughs> Not very much makes sense to me, so that's a wide variety of things. Yeah. No. I mean, do you read a lot? I'm, you, you seem to have a lot of literary, literary Yeah, I read, I read tons. I, I'm yeah. a fast reader, and I really like to read, so I read a lot. Yeah. I'll read anything. Yeah, I suppose that, that is... So all kinds of, I mean, great literature or from that to like magazines and like whatever? Um, I'll, read, I'll read anything. I mean, I don't read a lot of fiction anymore. I read a lot of nonfiction. I read poetry. Um, I, you know, I mean, yeah. just whatever's magazine. at hand. I've got more books than I know what to do with. So the goal is to try to read them all at some point, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Is Mad Magazine still being put up? Mad Magazine? I used yeah. to love Mad Magazine. Me Alfred too. E. Newman and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, Spy versus Spy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little yeah. page that you'd fold together in the back and <laughs> yeah. it'd be something else. Yeah. Did you ever get good at looking at that before you fold it and going, I know what this is going to do? I tried. Yeah. I tried, yeah. I used to try too. I, it would surprise me. I was just always measly surprised. Um, I don't know. Do you have any questions for the audience? <laughs> Questions for the audience? No, we, we never, we never do that. Well, that's the usual, but I mean, we'll take anything you'd like to ask them. They're like, what's up with that shirt, buddy? No, I don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> just kidding. You can write, actually, but from our listening audience and anybody here, what's the best place to get a hold of you guys to check out where you're playing? Because you have a couple websites, sure. I know. Well, we're, I mean, the MySpace, uh, MySpace uh, slash Flow Poetry, F-L-O-W Poetry, uh, that's up to date. Uh, we're on Facebook under Venice Gas House Trolley. The website is flowpoetry.com, and um, we keep them all up to date. Um, no fair. Gonna, yeah, well, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah. We're going to be at the Cafe Carp on the 23rd on Saturday. If you know anybody up in Fort Atkinson, tell them to come out. Marcus Bovray's on that uh, bill with us. Um, Long time, respected Madison musician. And then uh, Mother Fools, June 5th. Um, we always love playing there and supporting yep. John and what he's got going on. And uh, then at the end of August, we'll also be going out on tour. Uh, uh, we're going to be um, through Iowa, Kansas, Tulsa, Memphis, Louisville, and up into Michigan. So a little bit of a roundabout. Cool. Yeah. Sounds interesting. And uh, well, of the a couple of clubs that you mentioned, a couple of venues, uh, um, uh, the Cafe Carp and uh, Mother Fool's Coffee, do you tend to look for places like that? I mean, those are both not large spaces, but really interesting artistic spaces mm. where stuff happens. And places where people go to really listen. Yeah, well, I mean, we appreciate people listening. I mean, we've played all over. Um, in March, we went on our first little tour, and we wound up um, in a place in Illinois, 13 bands on the bill, and 12 were metal bands, and then us. <laughs> so we'll go anywhere. I mean, to be honest, I mean, what I'm into is... Uh, opening space for poetry and spoken word yeah. to, to creep into. So um, we're willing to uh, stand up in front and get run over by trucks from time to time. <laughs> um, and so we'll go about anywhere, but we do really appreciate rooms like the Carp and Mother Fools where people yeah. listen. We can bring it down and really, really speak to people. Right. Do, do you know the Green Man Room in Viroqua, Wisconsin? No. but It's, it's kind of a newer place, but it sort of strikes me like we're going to be playing there in a while. But, cool. but it's... 
you might okay we'll, yeah. we'll just have this conversation here I we'll guess we'll talk we'll you know we'll, no I mean so we, right we go anywhere I mean yeah. you know anybody that'll have us you know I mean you know have you listened to it all right well then we're coming so you guys <laughs> haven't necessarily been on the road that much so so do you know each other's eating habits yet what's that do you know each other's eating habits yet eating habits I'm sure. all the time all the time okay, yeah. okay. It's hard to be on the road, though. I mean, these days, I probably always was in terms of like eating well. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you go out there not necessarily for a gourmet experience when you're a band. You know, you go out <laughs> yeah. there to make some music. That's so true. Pack those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah. in your um, bag of Skittles or whatever you got. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> peanut peanut butter is actually not that bad for you. No, peanut butter is not bad for you. For the last three days, we've been talking about peanut butter and I jelly. I don't know why. We have yeah. this ongoing debate about whether. Rather, like plain old peanut butter and store-bought jelly on white bread is better, or whether like organic peanut butter homemade jam on like super whole wheat bread is well, better. Well, Tim, Tim's the peanut butter expert. He'd have to probably let you know on that. <laughs> what's the What's the consensus there? The, or what's uh, your uh, um, peanut butter is good in any form, but primarily the the uh, chunky form is the epitome of greatness. So okay. anything along that lines. Okay. And you can put peanut butter on a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff really goes with ball peanut ball butter. Um, well, you'd give it a shot. If you're hungry, try pickles and peanut butter. That's also good. Pickles ones. and peanut butter. Yeah, dill pickles and peanut butter. If you get okay. like garlic kosher, they're awesome with peanut butter. Are you pulling my leg? No, you I'm gonna try do. It. I'm gonna try that tonight. You try I promise it. you, because I love dill pickle. Okay. Yep. All right. Dill this pickles and peanut butter. Mm-hmm. That's nice. what he said. Yeah. That's a perfect meal for us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is that, is that what a about good peanut butter and bacon? Tried it. It's not bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> but don't put peanut butter on a bacon cheeseburger. It just it, they no. kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Well, did did anyone expect to get this kind of information tonight? I know I didn't. I'm, I'm starting to get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do you like peanut butter and celery, or is that just too boring? Um, if I was a fan of celery, it, I find I celery see. to be kind of useless. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it wrong. I'm, I like just about every food, but celery and water, water chestnuts can both take, take off. So. Yeah. But you still like cucumbers? Love cucumbers, yes. Wow. Cucumber and peanut butter sandwiches are fabulous also. Yeah. All right. This is Mary's forte. She likes to bring up the food. Well, she, I like food. Yeah, she said before, we were at the bar, and she said, oh, I've got some, some questions, but I'm not going to tell you before you get up there. They're... You know, want to spring them on you. <laughs> Little did I know, <laughs> lead to dill pickles, bacon, and peanut butter. <laughs> See, had you known, you could have—I don't know—thought up something. No, I mean, it would have been the same, probably. No. <laughs> See, I was afraid if I told you in advance, I'd just get shut down. <laughs> Whatever you do, we're not talking talk about, about peanut butter pickles. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that is that a, oh, yeah, that that a good segue? House. Those are the guys that like dill pickles, right? Right, what? right. Is that oh, a good segue? Is there a segue? <laughs> Next one. We're gonna segue into a. What, should we do, Gabriella or you, Dave? Where are you? What do you want? Say it. How many? We okay, got, I got two, three more. Three more. Okay, we'll do Gear Danny. All right. So this is this is. Um, I don't know what this one's about. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> heard it. Heard it before. Figure yeah. it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> of pain, oasis of pleasure, seem to be both at once, 
Because of the food thing. No, I don't know. Oh, the palm date fig prune grape? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a desert thing, man. It's like yeah. traveling in the desert and you get to an oasis and there's it's an oasis of pain and an oasis of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Both at once. <laughs> like a dill pickle with uh, peanut butter on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kids, don't try that at home. No. <clears throat> Should we do one more? Should we? Yeah, please. All right. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one um, that that falls into our spaghetti western category. This is called Gabriella. Bye. 
Thank you. Adam, do you, do you have a, uh, have you put out any books of poetry or, or, or spoken word, what, what you've done? Um, I, I have it all organized in, in collections, chat books, seven or eight organized together. Um, and I think I will be putting them out at some point. Um, working with the musicians and the band has taken up a lot of that time. And so um, I always said, well, I think I'll wait till, till people ask. And they're asking more, so I, yeah. think, I, I think I'll do it. Otherwise, I just got to carry them around all the time, you know? <laughs> and shuffle through them, and the band makes fun of you. Yeah, because right. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would love to see that. It's, uh, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. Pour through that. Yeah, that's about a guy who goes down to uh, the Baja Peninsula and gets himself into some trouble. <laughs> the spaghetti western, I like that. Yeah. Like well, I like, I like those spaghetti westerns. We got a couple like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I read a lot about the trains and the Wild West, and it inspired a lot of stuff, and, um, you know, I, I like a lot of singers and songwriters, and they reference those things, so. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really happy you guys came on. This is a very Thank you. Uh, wonderfully uh, unusual pairing. I mean, you wouldn't, if, you, if you're not, you have to be here to understand what's going on in a way. Yeah, that's right. Like, which is very yeah. cool, but, I mean, hope you're listening out there and... <laughs> In we thank land. you for staying and, and checking us out. We do. I mean, we definitely that. think that the podcast people will understand it, right, honey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Get, what, what do you have? Another? Let's do one more. Here. All right. We got a okay. groovy one for you, so you guys can just. It, it basically grooves along, right? Just like that. All right. Let me get around. Yeah. Woo. So it's not one for like three bases. <laughs> you guys have so many more strings than I do. I just, you know, I just, I'll just bow something. Sorry. All right, here. No, no. I'm actually in heaven being on a stage with two fabulous bass players. And then you guys, too. You yeah, guys this, are great, this too. This never happens where you have three <laughs> basses on stage at the same time. You know. How many jam sessions have you been at where you had to play bass all night long because no other bass players showed up? <laughs> Or I'd use a different tuning so I wouldn't let anybody play my bass because they wouldn't get it. <laughs> All right, here we go.
resonance of this shout 10,000 sparkling daisies will bloom at the end of a gun and force their roots down through the barrel in order to make love to the trigger hey of this we are sure within the blink of an eye 50,000 died millions more put in prison and they never returned hey brother of this we are sure A roller coaster to crest the second to the largest rise at the amusement park. A thousand damselflies will take wing and spread light into the sun. Foolish, yes, but of this we are sure. Within the time a word is spoken, or within the space it takes to pour a pot of tea, a roundness, hey, of this we are sure.
And when he poured water into a drinking glass wobbly atop a stool, with of course one of the three legs shorter than the others, he didn't spill a drop. And he cut off two heads. And he didn't answer the questions he didn't want to. And he said, This present moment will live in the future as long ago. And so it will, as will this one and the next one and the next one. And my head rang like a wind chime. And he said stories of bear shit. Hey, later I dreamed I was hanging out with Gary Snyder. And I said, oh, Gary, I'm interested in Buddhism. And he said, oh, brother, I'm not interested in Buddhism. I'm interested in insect repellent. Within the time a word is spoken, or within the space it takes to pour a pot of tea, a roundness. Hey, of this we are sure, all oh, brother of this we are sure. Thanks so much, and Mr. Adam Gregory Pergament, Josh Poltorek on the drums, Kevin Knapp and Tim Peters on basses. This is Venice Gas House Charlie. And special thanks to you guys. Thanks, Chris and Mary, oh, for having us and for the bear for making it sound good. <laughs> Support Madison Music, everybody. Come on now. There you go.